Yeah, one more. Whoop, whoop. There you go. Uh, all right, we're in the pre-show. All right, pre-show. Thomas, how'd you get clap. sick? Oh, my gosh. Caleb had a really bad chest cold for like a week. Missed a couple days of school. Then he got better. And, and you let him around you? It hit me. Well, he lives in the same house. <laughs> I thought normally you get, you get quarantined in the house, though. I know several well, people that have been quarantined in the various yeah, sectors of the house. I totally agree. And he was quarantined, but unfortunately, he had friends over, and they were worse than him. And I could oh, not, gosh. since they're not my children, I couldn't beat them. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you make Not that just, I beat my children. No, no. That's when you say, hey, guys, just go play in the basement. Stay in the basement. Or stay in the barn. Go out in the barn. No, his basement flooded again. Oh, gosh. Well, no, it didn't. <laughs> praise the Lord. But uh, they're all bigger than me, just so you know. Um, that's, the other, now, that's the other little problem we have. Did I see on uh, Facebook, were you in uh, – Tennessee yesterday or two days ago? <clears throat> I was. What were you doing was. in Tennessee? <laughs> um, a very good friend of mine, um, actually for like since first grade, um, had some great tickets to Tennessee versus Alabama. So we went there. Uh, his kids actually graduated from Tennessee. And so, you know, they're obviously Tennessee fans, but we were rooting for Tennessee to beat Alabama because it's more of an arch nemesis to Ohio state this year, but it didn't happen. Couldn't happen. And they got blown out. Tennessee. (laughs) Is that the first time you've been in the stadium? Nope. That's, that's a big one. Isn't Isn't there like a hundred thousand people in that one? You know, you know, what's funny is they said 102,000 and change were there that day. And I was really shocked. Because I honestly thought from the outside and even on the inside when you're sitting there, it looks more like uh, like an NFL, you know, 60,000, max stadium, which yeah. it really it really blew my mind because, you know, the shoe is, what, 105 plus? 110 or something, right? 100, yeah, 110. And it just seems so much bigger than uh, Neyland Stadium in uh, Knoxville at U- UT. So I don't know. Um, I think, cause I think some of it, like in Seattle, I've never been, um, to the Seahawks game, but like the, the levels are stacked on top of each other. It, it goes vertical instead of like uh-huh. horizontal. It's like the big yeah. house is even bigger than the horseshoe. Oh yeah, it way, is. The way it lays out though, like it doesn't, I don't know. I've never been to that one either, but it doesn't yeah. feel like it's that big cause it's, it's wide. It's not tall. Right. I don't know. The- yeah, the Seahawks stadium is is they want it to go higher because of the potential for earthquakes. They want to make sure everybody just all dies together. <laughs> well, it'd be better they to make die sure nobody instantly. lives for the lawsuit. They want yeah. all Seahawks fans to go at once. <laughs> oh I'm my sure god! Got the Japanese swing towers in there somewhere. Yeah, uh, one thousand five hundred and ninety-three pictures successfully. Uploaded now. That's ridiculous. I did not have that many pictures on my phone. I bet you did. did. No, it's impossible. Could they be like hidden in an archive section I don't know about? 
Well, no, what, you probably had that going phone to? for like five years, right? It's an iPhone five. That I've was had five it for years seven, ago. no, seven and a half years. <laughs> <laughs> At least, right after I got rid of my flip phone, I went right to the to the iPhone one. Oh no, it's a five. What is it? It's the five. How is this possible? I'm scanning through these pictures. <laughs> There's no way. It's on the cloud. <laughs> it doesn't edit them if they're naked corner. pictures. What? Do you see naked pictures? It doesn't edit these naked pictures. They're still on here. I thought it deleted them automatically. <laughs> Bro, they're, That's they're on the cloud now. Everybody's going to be able Snapchat. to see them. Oh, my God. So wait, everybody can see these now? Yeah. Tim Cook's looking at them. I, right I, I don't know why you uploaded them. This is not good. If you just do a quick Google search, Thomas Hunter picks, I'm sure there's going to be a bunch of nudies up there. Oh, my gosh. I really didn't want anybody to see that. Well, the, any press is good press. Does, are, they, are they watermarked with record this? Uh, they are, actually, yes. <laughs> man, oh, just man. Just scan it through them. It's crazy. 1,600 pictures? That's just bizarro. I thought you said there's a thousand. You remember, you remember when the iPod came out and Steve Jobs said, like, it was, like, astounding that it could hold a thousand just songs? Like, oh my gosh, mm. it can hold a thousand songs on this little iPod with a clicky wheel. Mm -hmm. Now your iPhone's got one, over a thousand pictures. It's very crazy. Okay, so I'm watching the Indians game right now. They're up four to two, seventh inning. Are the Indians going to win it all? I hope so. Is there any They're way they can't? Uh, oh, yeah. Well, they're they're beating Toronto two games to zero, and they're winning this game. So if they win this one, they'll be up three zero. It's pretty good. Okay, since you know I really actually hate baseball, is it is there a chance that the Indians <laughs> could play the Cubs? Yeah, the Cubs no, are playing be, the Dodgers. That would the Cubs be are playing the Dodgers. The winner of that Cubs Dodgers will play the winner of Indians Blue Jays. That would be something pretty cool. Well, the last time the Cleveland Indians won was like 1948, and the last time the Cubs won was like 1908 or something crazy. Hmm. It's been over 100 years. Did you see the weird conspiracy about uh, the Cubs? Like, you know, the last time they won was 1908, and all their games in the series start at 808, which in military time is 1908. Oh, really? Yeah. Did they do they do that? Do they get to pick their starting time? The Cubs? That's dictated by the Major know. League Baseball. I could see that being possible. That they like, hey, let's just push hmm. it back eight minutes. That's pretty cool. So, yeah. Um. So this, uh, I know this is still the pre-show, but this was kind of a cool story. Um. I met this lady. Uh the other day and um she knew some of my family from the area and so we're ta we started talking about it 
And I told her what church I went to growing up. And it's like this little old country church out in the middle of nowhere. I mean, it, it literally is, there's, there's, you know, two roads that go to it and, you know, no cars ever go down that road. I mean, it really is out in the middle of nowhere. And, um, she said they were doing some renovations, like on the stage, pulling some stuff up and, and redoing a few things. And it's an old <laughs> traditional Lutheran church. And they pulled up uh, one of the panels, and there was like um, a 13-star flag bit, like buried under the altar of this old church um, that her like great-great-great-grandmother sewn, hand-sewn, and, and had her name, you know, no sewn into the flag. Way. Yes. I mean, the church is like 200 and some years old. I mean, it's it's just crazy. Dude, what are they going to do with it? I don't know. I mean, I, I think she said they're going to frame it and like hang it. I mean, it's an old. Did you go to my wedding? I never went to your wedding. I mean, I sent you an invitation, but. No, you didn't. I know I did. <laughs> um, <coughs> Wait but, a minute. Uh, I was I was at the wedding. I was invited to the wedding to the first person you were going to marry before you left her at the altar. I think. No, I didn't leave her at the <laughs> altar. I married I married her roommate. You what? <laughs> I married her That's roommate. Very awkward. Not many yeah. people can pull that switch off, and you did it gracefully. I did. It's it like the Seinfeld the Seinfeld skit, the Menage. Yep. Oh yeah. That's funny. Yep. No, but it was it was in that church. I mean, it's right. it's old traditional. I mean, it's 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 got a stone wall and like you know everything's original. You know, as of two hundred years ago. So like this flag that was buried underneath the altar obviously had been there. Like nobody had done anything to the church in two hundred years. So yeah. it's really cool. I mean, that's an awesome story. Huh. Part of me would almost want to just rebury it. Like, you know, put it back in there, you know, sign it and, you know, put it in a time capsule or something. And Well, it is an awesome story, but I would not want to rebury it. I would, I mean, the, honestly, I would, I would buy it from them personally. I can ask. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a, it's an, it's an awesome story. The, um, so I saw some, so old, it was from like the, the revolution. I don't know. I mean, it's. It's when the church star. 13, 13 stars, stars but I, mean, I mean, there could have been, uh, I mean, at that time it could have been, you know, 18, you know, Oh two when she did it. I mean, she might've been honoring the 13 colonies or something, you know, it might not have been from 1776. Yeah. But, um, it's still really, really cool. I mean, it's, it's 200 years old. Yeah. You know, and, and her great, she can track it. It's like her great, 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 great grandmother or something like that. Um, has her name stitched into the flag. And so they can track the dates of when she was alive and when it was probably done. Wow. So Nobody ever leaves Marion, cool. Ohio. Pretty cool. Hmm. <laughs> well, speaking of that, like old stuff, we went to the Biltmore today. Um, my wife oh, you were at the Biltmore? Yeah, we lasted an hour, and then we left. <laughs> really? So, well, so we, you know, when we went before, I've been before, and it was amazing. It wasn't that crowded. I think I was with you, Thomas, right? Yeah. 
it wasn't that crowd. You were able, I mean, there's people there, but it wasn't like lines wrapped around the house. Uh, there were lines wrapped around today? Yeah, on a Monday. And it's because all the people that are like in their 70s that are retired, they, apparently they go during the week when it's supposed to be slow. So, I mean, just to get through one room, it took an hour. Mm. And so we... So we were like, okay, we need to go out the back exit. Like, you know, we saw, and you know, we saw a couple rooms, but then, um, you know, we we're trying to skirt past the people that are listening to their audio thing. They're not moving. They're asking everybody questions. Everyone had a walking boot or was in a wheelchair. And so we ended up walking <laughs> oh, around the garden. Oh my gosh. I'm serious. Wow. They, they are, people were going there with walking boots on. I mean, it, it was ridiculous. I think it, so. We were in Asheville for the trip, and I'm pretty sure nobody works there because we're like, you know, it's Monday. It's great because we plan the trip. We're like, we want to be there during the on a weekday when it's not going to be yeah. crowded, so we can go do cool stuff. Yeah. And we go, you know, we we slept a little bit late. All right, let's go get brunch at this like brunch place on a Monday. It won't be crowded. The line it was a two hour wait to go in and get breakfast at every place we went to. So we ended mm. up having to go to Starbucks, and that line was out the door. Hmm. I don't know what's going on. Well, oh. I can tell you, it's a really cool place. And the, the fact that you live so close, I, I would highly recommend that you keep trying to go back and go through the whole thing and just see how amazing. I mean, like you saw pulling in, like driving in to the place, no, right? No, you can't, you can't drive in anymore. Where do you go to? They shuttle you in. You park and they shuttle you in. And that's a whole okay. line you know, wait. Wait I mean, for an hour. we weren't we weren't there that long ago, and we parked in a really cool parking lot facing the front entrance, where you walked right to the front door. No, you're parked in the at the beginning, and they shuttle you in. That's like an hour line you have to wait in to get on a shuttle, and then they shuttle Man, you in. The world's gone crazy. I know, because that's me and me and my wife Mary. We're like, you know, we remember it be like, you know, awesome. You drive in, you park, you walk in. It's amazing. Yeah, and it's yeah, crazy. So what? What you have to do is you have to um, rent a cargo van for twenty bucks for a day, and you go in there and you you know you flash a thing and you say, "I'm here to pick up the fax machine." They called it in. It needs repair work, and you drive right up to the front door. You park it, and you you have the whole place to yourself. No, you rent the thing and you buy one of those magnet things that says Sunnyside Retirement Center and you say, hey, I'm here to pick up our guest. <laughs> and then you drive yeah. right up front and park it and then you go inside and I'm still yes. I'm looking for Mr. and Mrs. Johnson and their family. And then you just go ahead and walk <laughs> through and check everything out. Just go to yeah. Google Images and print off like just some random old people, you know, and then you can say, I'm yeah. looking for these people right here. Yeah. Mr. and Mrs. Yeah. Johnson. <laughs> I mean, it was cool. I mean, walk. We walked through the house a little bit. You know, saw the the entrance and a couple like the bedrooms and like the sitting room. But it was actually more fun. Kind of walk. They have a garden and like conserva like a conservatory greenhouse place. That yeah, was cool walking beautiful. Through the it's rose beautiful. Garden. Beautiful outside. Did yeah? When you walked over there, did you walk past like the uh, stables where they had the horses? Yeah, we went to the stables and then we walked. Um, yeah, down. I to think the you garden. could buy lunch out there. Couldn't you like buy lunch huh? out there by the stables too? I thought they had like a little restaurant you could buy and eat outside by the stables. Yeah. Well, that, that, the restaurant line was ridiculous. I mean, all of it, mm. we were like, oh, anything like at the house, we're like, we can't, we want, we wow. want a free roam. 
Man, so. oh man, oh man. And I can't imagine well, what it's like on the weekend. Yeah. If it's Try to if go that's back, the way though. it is on a Monday. Yeah. It's pr- it is pretty amazing to think about that golden age where like those it was isn't it like fifteen hundred acres plus or something? That was like his yard. Yeah. You it's know, and then eight the th- house eight thousand acres. Eight thousand <laughs> acres is the house. Wow. And then and they like, used to own one hundred and twenty five thousand before they they like turn it into that they owned one hundred twenty five thousand acres. But you know that's only one of multiple homes exactly like it. They built them almost identical, right, all across the United States. Yeah, the Vanderbilt. That, that yeah, that was just one of many. And then like in the in the basement, they had like an indoor pool, which was unheard of. Indoor heated pool. They had like a bowling alley. All kinds of things inside. Really cool. Yeah. Well, right now I'm reading what? the biography of John Rockefeller, John D. Rockefeller. So, I mean, it's just crazy that time. I've already read one on the Cornelius Vanderbilt. And just that time was yeah. crazy. All the, the money they made and railroads and is oil Ro- and steel. Is Was Rockefeller oil? Yeah, Rockefeller was oil. Yeah. And he ended up creating Standard Oil, right? Yeah. Yeah. And started off as kerosene. Um, it's kind of interesting because, you know, it used to be whaling, you know, the, the whaling ships, that was the big thing. And then as that started to, to die out, they were like, you, you know, can you believe we're finding oil in the ground? And they're like, my gosh, you know, we go out to sea for years. Those whalers would go out for years at a time, travel all the way around the, you know, tip of South America to get to the Pacific, which was like uncharted water for most of them. And be there for all that time to to get whale oil and then bring it back years later. Yeah, yeah, and it was originally uh, like, oh, we're going to use this for kerosene for lights, and then the byproduct was gasoline that they were they throwing away. Really- they were dumping it. They were dumping yeah. the gasoline byproduct into the ground and the rivers <laughs> and the streams. And wasn't it Ohio? Because like he found a lot of it. He, he made his. He was from Ohio, right? He made his money in Ohio. And that's how the They're, the river in Cleveland yeah, caught on fire. Eastern Ohio, Western Pennsylvania. Yeah. Um, okay, so crazy. so it's kind of cool that you brought this up because we can segue into one of my things I was going to just talk about real briefly. Um, have you guys seen the new TV show Timeless? No. Okay, I highly recommend it. Looks it. Dumb. Okay, I I thought it was going to be two, but then I read a pre, I read a uh, uh, a review and somebody said it was the writers from Supernatural, which I love Supernatural. Yeah. Okay. And so so I said, you know what, I'm going to just go ahead and tape it and give it a chance. And everybody here watched it tonight and just was like, oh my gosh, our new favorite show. It's that good. Was tonight the premiere? No, no, no. Tonight is the third one. So we actually taped them. Because we didn't know if we we're going to be interested, so we just didn't have anything. So we watched the first one and the second one tonight, and then the third one's taping right now, and they're really good. Well, that's exciting. I just don't want to get suckered into another series that's going to have one season and then shut off forever. I don't know if this would be a one season. When you think about Supernatural starting their what eleventh or twelfth, and it's it's pretty good writing, honestly. I've seen them both, and and you know, we're hooked already, and it's hard to get us hooked on something. Yeah. Did you ever finish well, Stranger Things? Do we talk about mm-hmm, that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you like the, have the you watched, upside down 
the opposite world. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. We talked about this last. Have you? Has anybody watched Westworld yet on HBO? Yes, yes. I watched the first one. I liked it. It's very weird and interesting, right? With Anthony Hopkins, I can't believe they got Anthony Hopkins in it. Well, Ed Harris too. I mean, Ed Harris is. I think he yeah. won Academy Award. He's been in a lot of big things. And then they got um, Cyclops. It's really good. I only watched the first one. I think there's been two or three recorded. Yeah, yeah. There's one last week, and the third one was this week. I haven't watched it yet. I'm probably gonna watch it tonight yeah. before I go to bed. Yeah, I'm pretty jacked on my Time Warner that we had put in a week ago. I can record six things at once. Always in the past, it was always like two things, and you can watch something. Mm. But now I can record six. Th- there's always a conflict, you know. Always. I mean, two things mm-hmm. is, is kind of right in the thing. But six, man, I'm, we're flying high, man. Hmm. The only time we watch live TV anymore is sports. Everything else is recorded. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's a beautiful I don't thing. watch any live TV. I just watch that on the apps. I do Hulu, Netflix. It's all taped for me. Well, how do you watch sports? You don't watch those ESPN, Post, right? I tape, the ESPN. I watch tape app. a lot of sports. I do. I tape a lot of sports and go back and watch it and and both of the commercials too. Which you know, just, since we're talking about that, since I was just at the game, Tennessee and Alabama. Yeah, I have never seen so many stoppages. I don't know what it was like watching it on TV, but in the stadium, it was disgusting. I mean, literally, it felt like every two plays, this fat guy would run out onto the field in a red shirt and put his hand up. And then all the referees would stop and hold the ball, and they would do a TV timeout, and we watch stupid things on this big screen. And I, I was like, you know what? This is ruining the whole game of football. I mean, there's no – I was kind of joking with some of the guys that are with me that played football in high school with me, and I said, <coughs> you know what? If, if, if they would have had timeouts like at every level, you know, there's no reason to work out. I don't even know why these guys are in shape. I mean, literally, yeah. you could run two plays and then just go over and, you know – uh, drink a Gatorade and get a massage and maybe take an ice bath and then, okay, let's go back again. Yeah. I mean, you talk about wimpy players. I don't even know how these guys are sweating. No, live live college football is like that. It's awful. It, I mean, co- college f- football and even the NFL, it's built for TV. But, TV and, timeouts but, and all that stuff. Right, but why is it? It's greed. The money it and it's greed. Yeah. It's horrible. Oh. Soccer, you don't have that problem because they don't stop. That's why they have to do it on the jerseys. Uh, it's because there's not enough people to watch it to stop for advertising. Right. There's more like people 35- that watch. There's more people that watch English Premier. Well, actually, no, because NFL still makes the most money because of the the amount of ads. But more people watch mm-hmm. soccer. If more people watch soccer in America, there would be more stoppages in play, or they would figure out a way to get more advertising on there. Yep. Yeah. We're good at figuring out ways to get money. <laughs> it's just, it's sad. I think it's really, really sad because <sighs> it's just, it is. It just takes the rhythm out of the game. Like you get a good deal, something happens. You know, you, you, sometimes you get a sack, whatever, and you get some momentum, and then they have this timeout. And then the offense sits over there and talks, and the coach, okay, let's do this play. It just changes the, the complexion of the whole game. Oh, yeah. Well, see, I wonder if. Um, you know, the Chip Kellys of the world that try to run the fast offense, 
if that's even a tougher thing for defenses to catch up because if they're used to stopping, you know, mm-hmm. but you can just go down the field, you know, every 20 seconds snapping the ball, you'd right. think the defense would really, really get tired from doing that. Yep. Well, do you think maybe he, he, he might account for that? Maybe that's why he's like, that's why I'm able to get these big guys to do it because I know and after three plays, there's going to be a commercial break. So that's when they'll get the rest. Yeah. Which would be interesting. Yeah, I I don't I don't like it. I don't like the stoppages. Um, good games though. Ohio State should have got beat by Wisconsin, but they didn't. Thank goodness. Ooh, that was that was a crazy game. So you end up watching it. You were watching it in, from Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. As soon as we, I mean, we had to rush and leave the game and fight the traffic to get back just in time for the start. Yeah. Of the game. And then to watch that, it was like, whoa. I was like, I like the suspense, so I'm glad it wasn't a blowout. It shows you how tough the Big Ten is this year and how good Wisconsin really is because they could easily have beat Michigan. It was like, what, 14 7? Yeah. Um, yeah, everybody's they, talking about how Ohio State and Michigan are the top, you know, two of the top three teams in the nation. And Wisconsin hung with both of them. Wisconsin would beat most other teams in the top 10, except yeah. for probably Alabama. Yeah. I believe yeah, I sure. believe that. And I think and, Wisconsin could be the fourth best team. Exactly. Alabama, we, Ohio we State, said Michigan, that. We said Wisconsin. that. If you're, yeah. yeah, if you're, if you're going to keep two lost teams in there, like they've got some of these knuckleheads that are still up there, Wisconsin should be like, like four Alabama or five last maybe. Year. Yeah. But Wisconsin, See, too, that, that that freshman quarterback, he hasn't even been playing all year. I was trying to figure him out. Um, I mean, he played really – he was really confident and everything. He did a few things wrong. Like, at the end of the game, he just kept backpedaling, and you can't do that. And I would think that's – once again, it's the thing we talked about, I think, last time, is coaching. Like, who was coaching these kids? Here's a freshman guy, big game. You got a chance to win. And why don't you get him outside the pocket? You run to the right side because he's a lefty, and then you let him bootleg and, and, and play action and roll out to his left and give him the option of throwing on the, on the run or taking off running himself and getting a first down or maybe a touchdown and, and going into a second overtime. or beat, he, They would have beat him in regulation, really. He just kept yeah. backing up, backing up, and took some big losses, and he shouldn't have taken. Yeah. Well, even on the very last play of the game, I don't understand – like he took the sack on the very last play. Don't you at least throw it Just up? And chuck it. Chuck it up. Chuck it. Yeah, you have right. to. But that's where once again, th- throughout the game, he was backpedaling and getting in trouble. So you tell the guy, you, the coach has got to be smart enough in that situation to say, okay, wait a second. You know, on you know second or third down, we're going to run to the right side. We're going to get the left side, white side of the field. We're going to seal the corner, seal the end, so he can get the edge. And then give him that option and say, "Look, do not take a sack. Throw it up. If you do, if there's yeah. nobody open, chuck it near as many red jerseys as you can find, and yeah. then we'll be happy." Yeah. And I felt like um, Ohio State's offense was too horizontal, too much east and west. There was no north and south at all. They were not going vertical. Yeah, that number four um, Samuels. He he's a player. That speed, you can tell he's got a different gear than everybody else in the field. Oh yeah. But the play calling still sucked, and I still don't like JT Barrett. I think he's way overrated, as is Urban Meyer. But <laughs> I mean, he set uh, the record for he's responsible for more touchdowns than anybody. Right. Yeah, because he's selfish. 
honestly, I can't stand the read option because I feel like there's so much of a delay. I feel like if you just punched it down, like stop yep. reading, reading, waiting, waiting, just punch it. Well, see, the thing is with our running backs, as good as they are, and, and case in point, Ezekiel Elliott, and look what he's doing in the NFL – you, you don't need that read option. You don't need your quarterback to get beat up so bad. And then you don't right. need a guy like JT Barrett who's so – I mean, he really is selfish in a lot of ways, and he wants to keep it so much that he makes – you know, once in a while he'll make a big play, so that's all they remember. But there's nine other plays. He does crap. He fumbles a ball. He gets hurt. He gets stopped for short yardage. When if you did a with, – with see, that's what I'm saying. Our line is always great, right? And right. our running our running backs are always amazing. And now in, in the recent history, we've got amazing receivers. Why don't you have a quarterback, you know, like uh, uh, a Rosen at UCLA, who is a, a real tactician, pocket passer, tall, can see over the line, and still is mobile? I mean, it doesn't have to be Rosen, and it has nothing to do with white or black. It has to do with the style of the offense you're calling. I mean, if JT was tall enough and he had a good enough arm, which he does not. Great, let him be the pocket passer. But you could pound our tailbacks. You can still run your jet sweeps with sweeps with Samuel. And well, that's um, what they did with um, Cardell Jones last year. Cardell Jones played a vertical. He was a pocket guy. Cardell Jones exactly. never ran the ball, and that was yeah. that was the best. And that was the best the offense ever looked in yeah. the two playoff games. The best two well, years ago they, when they won the and championship. And even the game before that, the Michigan. It was a Big Ten playoff, and then the two playoffs, the Big Ten championship, and then the right. two playoffs. Three right. games in a row, he lit it up. Right, and that's what Ohio State could do every single week. And honestly, I really believe if he if he would change that philosophy, we would go dominant, undefeated national championship three years in a row. I really, I just believe it. Period. Yeah. And I think the numbers would prove it out. I mean, it's a roll of the dice right now. You're hoping that you don't have a big turnover. You're hoping you don't make a mistake. You're hoping you don't run into, you know, an Alabama or a UCLA or an LSU that has a stud pocket passer that can control the game stretch the field and and beat our defense and then lose you lose there too so i just don't understand it here's the thing ohio state this was not the year they're supposed to do it they lost 20 guys to the nfl from last year's team this Hmm. team is really really young they're returning all these guys next year jt barrett will be a senior next year next year should be the year that they like make a run and here's another stat here's another stat that's crazy i don't know if you saw this do you realize Urban Meyer has not lost an away game for Ohio State yet? Huh. That's every good. road game, every road game that he's been there so far, he's won. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, the Big Ten's better than that. I mean, they they're they're weak on the bottom end, but the upper end, they they're still pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, who's the backup? Is it Joe Burrow? Well, I think there's a young kid. It might be him. They some people are saying he's like six five, two thirty, has a cannon for an arm, and they're thinking and hoping. That's the that's the that's the underlying tone here that I hear from you know people I talk to about football. Uh, maybe not the younger crowd, but you know the people I'm talking to, like, hey, we're hoping JT just goes in the NFL draft next year and he's out. And he's then, not good enough. He's not good enough to go. Well, I don't think he'd play quarterback. I think they're just saying like, if somebody tells him, hey, look. You know, JT's you can not come a in senior? and be like a. I think he's a junior because he's registered like five times. Yeah. that's the other thing I don't like about him. But he's a junior. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I would rather see him go, even if it's like an H back or something, and say, you know, get out and let this other guy take over. And I'm just hoping he's more of that, you know, 
stretch the field, tall, see over the line, you know, passer. So that guy's redshirting this year, right? I think so. As long as he doesn't play, he'll still have four years of eligibility, you know, if he wants right. to keep him. Right. So, and if, and if no, they would use him the way supposedly his skill set is, that's where I'm telling you, you could see back to back to back to maybe back national championships with the talent we're getting and have. Yeah. Well, it's the richer, the rich get richer because Ohio State, right. they're recruiting has only gotten better and better. And honestly, with Harbaugh and Michigan looking good, I think, you know, Ohio State and Michigan, it's it's an arms race, right? <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. it's the classic 1980s USA versus Russia. I mean, mm-hmm. who could get more weapons? <clears throat> yeah. It's gonna be so. Who are they play? They're playing nobody next, right? Ohio State, and then it's Michigan State, Michigan. Uh no, it's Penn State at Penn State. That's a big Which one. Should, State. Be, should be. I'm sure. Yeah, it's it's. We're playing Penn State at Penn State, and it's it's should be a total blowout. And a lot of people are saying, hey, if Ohio State wants to stay number two, they need to blow Penn State out as bad as Penn State is, or they're going to start to rethinking them and move them down. Yeah, it's Penn State, Northwestern, Nebraska, Maryland, and then Michigan State, Michigan. Yeah, Michigan State um, has not looked good though. Not in Michigan last State weeks. looks horrible. They look horrible. Nebraska is a sleeper. Watch out for Nebraska. Which do they play them in the regular season or no? They have them on the schedule this year. Yeah, they play them. Okay. Yeah, in like three weeks. Okay. So who don't they play? Do they not play Minnesota? Yeah, I think it's no Minnesota. No Iowa, right? Yeah, no Illinois. Yeah, no, no Illinois this year. I don't know. Yeah, no Illinois. Yeah, because they're on the other side. They're in the Legends, or what is it? Mm-hmm. Heroes, Heroes Conference, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's something stupid. I saw <laughs> it was um, a nut. The, Go well, ahead, the big, bi- the Big Twelve just met. They're not going to expand. Hmm. They're gonna they're gonna stay, which is stupid because they they don't have the conference uh, championship, and that's what's left them out of the playoffs for the last couple of years. Yep, they're so stupid. There's a couple teams that would fit right in, and and I don't know where they're not gunning for them. Hmm. Houston, Houston would have been. I mean, they're still top ten. Yeah, Houston would have been a good ad for them. It geographically makes sense. They're an up and coming team. Hmm. Yeah. Another uh, well, another close game. It was a tough Saturday. I mean, Clemson should have lost too. Did Clemson you guys see that game? Should have lost. Yeah, I Clemson can't believe they lost missed that for field sure. Goal. Yeah, and then they're playing. They missed a field goal with like fifteen <laughs> seconds left. Yeah, I, I turned it off. I was like, "Oh, it's sixty seconds. I can't watch the end." And then I, mm. you know, checked back an hour later, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, they won." Hmm. Yeah, I um, I was kind of happy to actually see. Uh, well, I mean, I like Georgia because I like their freshman quarterback and everything. Um, but it was kind of cool to see Vanderbilt. I watched their quarterback um, played really well, and Vanderbilt upset Georgia. Vanderbilt's cool. I wish they yeah. were a better team because apparently it's a really awesome you know college. It's almost like yeah. an Ivy League level. Right. Oh yeah. Do they it still is have really I remember when they uh like 
I was still in high school, like they had that coach where it's like, you know, no cussing or anything like that. Do they still have that coach or has that completely changed? Uh, I don't know. I remember that like that was their big thing. Mm hmm. They're located in Nashville. Is that right? Yep. Yeah. That's where uh, I think Jake Cutler played college. Mm hmm. Yep. That's right. Good college quarterback, not a good NFL quarterback. Yeah, he's a he's a anomaly, isn't he? Enigma wrapped in a yeah. conundrum. Well, he's got he's How mentally he weak. Starter? Forever. Well, he's been at Chicago forever, but before that, he was at Denver for years. I know. I think he's been at Chicago since Jim McMahon retired. <laughs> <laughs> uh, most people yeah. most people don't know that name. No. Um, He's the guy's having all the brain problems, right? From all the concussions yeah. he had. He was having brain problems before that. <laughs> <laughs> he, was he was a partaker. Crazy. He was a partaker yes, was. of everything. Of everything. It was the '80s. <laughs> it was a different time. I mean, yeah. everybody, everybody's doing crack cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> Springtime. We've all. We've all done our fair share of cocaine from, you know. Yes. Sister Mary Margaret. <laughs> um, yeah, I saw... Uh, of course you do. Very professional. Ezekiel Elliott is on pace to have 2,000 yards this year. I, You know, I really hope he does because urban blew it for the national championship last year against Michigan state by not running the best, the best running back in the country, including the NFL yeah. while he was a junior or sophomore or whatever in college. And, uh, he's just tearing it up. And I don't, I don't like people giving the crap about, well, he's got this great offensive line. It's a perfect system. No, wait, whoa, whoa, hold on a second. He's got a rookie quarterback. Yes. Starting and so, are you telling me that they think that oh, uh, they're not loading the box? I don't care how good your offensive line is, you know they're daring Dak Prescott to throw, which they don't throw that much, but he does do a good job. And Dak is definitely getting stronger, and I really like him. And I hope they don't bring in Romo and ruin the whole season. Yeah, honestly, I mean I'm a Browns fan, but that's not going to happen. So I'm rooting for the Cowboys. I'd love to see Dak and Zeke go all the way win the Super Bowl. Two rookies. That'd be awesome. That'd, that'd be amazing. Who do you say? Yeah, you, get rid you say of you like Romo. Did you say you were a Browns fan? Yeah, I still contend that the Cavs won. I think the Indians have a really good chance at winning, and if that happens, I think the Browns could run the table, make a wild card spot, and win the Super Bowl. Because I mean, it's Cleveland. It's the mojo of Cleveland, title town. Um, What's our division? You know, it's the AFC East. No. AFC North? I don't know. A yeah, AFC, AFC North. North. Yeah. Browns are 0 and um, 6. There's no way. Yeah. Well, if they run the table, they'll be they'll be 9 and 6, 10 and 6. They'll be 10 and 6. They'll take a wild talk, card spot. Let's talk about the Browns for just a second, okay? Because when I was at my game this weekend, one of my good friends from high school that was there actually has a Browns tattoo on his cap because he's so diehard Browns. <laughs> <laughs> and we talked about the Browns a lot, and I yeah. think he tended. To, I think he tended to agree with me on most things. That, like we talked about, the coaching and the rec the recruiting, the what you know, whatever you want to call Drafting. it, the picks from the yeah. um, 
from the uh, office is ridiculous. It doesn't even make sense. I yeah. mean, you know, we talked about Johnny Manziel and how they could have gotten the kid um, Bortles, you know, instead of Manziel for for less money and and less picks or whatever, and they didn't do it. And then, um, and then they say, oh, you know, let's go with uh, uh, RG three. He's been hurt his whole life, and then they go with him, <laughs> and then, you know, and then they pick the poor kid from USC. I mean. You know, he might be okay. That they didn't have to pay much for him late round, but then they put him in a situation where bam, he's hurt. Yeah. You know, it's just it's just ridiculous the players they could have had that they just and then even like they said, you know, what was it last week or week before, they had a chance. It was either fourth and goal or third and goal or something like that. Or they needed one yard and they could have won the game. And instead of putting in the guy that's like leading the league and rushing at the time that Crowell maybe or something, they put in some rookie and he fumbles it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just horrible coaching. I mean, who are these people? Yeah. Well, they're, they're already on their sixth quarterback. Terrell Pryor is quarterbacking for them. Yeah. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. I think Terrell's turning out to be a really fine wide receiver. And I think if they worked with him some more too, he's a little, he's a little apprehensive sometimes, especially when they put him, back in the wildcat and stuff like that. He wants to run, you know, side to side too much. Just plant that foot and use that speed right. and just get, get some yards. I mean, you can fall for five, ten yards, but he he keeps going lateral and they just they, they stop him. Yeah, well, he's not fast enough to get around NFL corners. Well, yeah, he's not going to make the corner like he did in college for sure. No, no. No, when you've got you a think defensive a- end who's – Six six and runs a four four. He's chasing down prior. Yeah, yeah. Do you think as it like an NFL, you know, a college player that's going into the draft? Do you think they like you know a little bit, you know, die a little bit inside when they get drafted by the Browns because they know their career is going without a doubt, <laughs> without a doubt. Yeah, no, no, without a doubt, right? Yeah, yeah. Well. <laughs> It might be the worst franchise, the worst professional franchise right now. Probably ever in the world. Well, I mean, not I mean, ever because they've the, won they've won championships, so you can't say that because there's teams that haven't won. Yeah, in the fifties, they ran like nine of ten AFC championships with Jim Brown and Otto Graham, um, and uh, Paul was it Paul Warfield? I mean, they they yeah. had some they had some major talent in the fifties. I know that's forever ago, but honestly. The fifties, I mean, that was the Indians having won since nineteen forty eight. So the but Browns that was having a, a good team. decade that's in the fifties. That's the Ravens now. They moved to Baltimore. This well, is yeah, a different that franchise. Nineteen ninety nine Browns till now. That franchise is the worst it's ever been. Yeah, yeah. I could, I'd say that. What are some? What are the other expansions teams like? Um, Jacksonville. Is there? Is there? Yeah, Jacksonville's not very good. Carolina at least made the playoffs. I told you guys this. I predicted it. Carolina is not even going to make the playoffs this year. No. They they lost the Super Bowl. They're now 1 and 6 or something like yeah. that. They're awful. And I and, and I hate that. See, that's why I thought last year they were way overrated and just it was like the perfect setup for them, the way things played out with the teams and the league and their 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 schedule and stuff like that. And I just it just makes me mad to see a guy like Cam Newton just be such a little bee in front of the podium like that. I just can't stand that. Yeah. I've never I liked mean, Cam Newton. 
I'd never. I know. I, hate the I know. Guy. I haven't either because of the the whole thing with the money allegations and switching the college for the money and going to J, junior college and then picking more money and all. I, I hate that crap. But then why not come out of that persona though? Why not like, okay, Jameis Winston, I don't like him either. Okay. And he probably did rape that girl, but, um, and that's why I can't stand Jimbo Fisher. He's an evil. He's probably the most evil coach in the country. Um, <laughs> but it's like, he's gone to the NFL. He's actually stayed humble. He's been very open, talked to people, very easy to, to, to talk to, you know, and uh, both with the fans and the media. And he's, he's humble about losing. He's humble about winning. <clears throat> and he's creating a persona for himself that's going to work. And, and it's just like, it, it's good. Be humble. You're making millions of dollars from these fans instead of getting up there and doing this, you know, he's not Greg Popovich, okay? When you're as good as Popovich in football as Popovich is in basketball, then you can do one-word answers. Until then, yeah. be nice, humble, answer the darn questions in full yeah. sentences. Yes. Yes. Um, Thank yeah, you. Well, Thank I you think what support. happened, because it's basically the same team. The Panthers are the same team, but, but yep. Cam Newton's <laughs> different. The leadership on this side is completely different because he got yep. all the fame from last year. You know, he became kind of like the face of the NFL. He's got to his head, like just like it did before yep. after his first season. Yep. Couldn't agree so, more. That's the way it is. So yep. we've gone. We've gone. Um, I'm pretty wait, sure we're in the regular here. show. I'm pretty sure this is say, all the regular show. We've got 49 minutes and haven't even mentioned Hillary Clinton yet. And see, <laughs> you're welcome, America. You're welcome. <laughs> but I think we're ready to get into it now, Ben, because now my blood's boiling. Well, we, WikiLeaks, WikiLeaks is, is bringing out more info. It's coming out well, every day. The internet just got shut down. Did you see that? Yep. The British government just shut down his internet. After... For whatever reason, Pamela Anderson went to go visit him and have a vegan lunch. Right after that, his internet got shut down. <laughs> she was She's a distraction. She's working for the CIA. She's working for the CIA. Well, it just shows you how was. evil no, the whole world global government uh, elitist Illuminati is because they are really afraid. That Have you heard some of Donald Trump's speeches? I am really impressed. I mean, it's Reagan-esque. Talking about how you know big government is destroying the American dream, the Constitution, you know one thing after another. It is really good, solid speeches lately. I'm impressed. Yeah. Well, it's true. Yeah, he's, but he's that, the closest that's not in the news. to Reagan. That, Nobody's focused on. They're all the focused on the Reagan stupid, we've had you know, Billy Bush Reagan. crap, and yeah. they're bringing out all these random people. <sighs> it's just horrible. I mean, it's so vile and wicked. It's just, it's a demonic spirit because you see people that are intelligent and seem to have common sense in every er other area of their life. But then you talk to them about, you know, Clinton, Trump, and they're like, oh, I can never vote for Donald Trump. I mean, he says bad things about women. I'm like, are you kidding me? So Hillary Clinton wants to murder women, wants to murder blacks, wants to murder yeah. Hispanics, hates the Catholic people, hates the Catholic church. I mean, wants to. I mean, in her own words, we want no borders. We want a global government. America is not that great, and we should all be one big, you know, planet so they can make trillions. Run by the bankers. 
Right. With global, you know, global warming taxes. I mean, seriously, wake the F up. That's the, that's just the, that right there is just the simplest form to sum up the whole thing between the two of them. Give a guy who's a break and give him one chance to go in there, you know, and to see these smug Republicans, the elitist, you know, long-term Republican politicians sitting there not saying a word. I mean, they should be on TV every single day and say, this information about Hillary Clinton is proof and, and our FBI director should be removed and fired immediately. And should be, she should be brought up on charges, treason, espionage, one thing after another, and they've got the proof and they won't say a word because they want to protect it. I mean, why, did, why doesn't America understand that every politician is evil, Democrat and Republican alike, and any independents that are there, because they serve one term, they get all their salary forever. They get all their health care benefits forever. And it's not the crap health care that you and I have to do with Obamacare. It's the top of the line health care that they, that they want. Now, that's your, when you go to, to serve your country like they're supposed to in, in, a, in the form of either the military or a politician, it should be to serve your country. You get paid yeah. while you're there. And then when you leave, that's it. I mean, why aren't we paying all the military guys for the rest of their life? You serve four years or six years, whatever, whatever your salary was, you should get it forever, forever. Yeah. Why does a why does a, a politician get his full salary forever? Ever? It's disgusting. Get rid of Honestly, that term limits. Yeah, I've never I've never heard it worded that way, but that's the way to fix it. You say you because nobody's going to pay the military forever because there's too many of them. So. Right. Um, that's why you fix it. You say, you know, if you're going to serve the government, you either pay everybody forever or you pay nobody forever. You pay them while they're there and you, when they leave, they leave. Yeah. That's what, it, that's what it was meant to be. That was what, that is exactly what the founding fathers had in mind was to go serve one term, serve your country. It wasn't about the money or anything else. And then go back home and work, work on the farm, work in your you know, dry goods shop, work as a lawyer. If that's what you were, that's fine. But uh, just go home. Don't stay. And it would cure yeah. every single thing. You, you stop all well, lobbying. Think- you fire all lobbyists. And you say one term. And then you go back home. And you can never come back again. Well, well, you know, it's what the original... You know, I'm not sure I'd have to go look back on it, but they, the original Congress, they should have mimicked exactly what George Washington did. Nobody had to tell him this, but he said, I'm going to serve two terms, and, and then he was done. And the Congress should have done the same, and it should have been something that was repeated throughout history. Right. I mean, even but, if it's a two-term thing where, I mean, we should just do one, but if we have to force them and they can convince, you know, more people... Uh, in America to say, well, okay, we got to be reasonable. Okay, well, two terms like a president. Why do you guys get more than, than two terms of a president? These guys are in there like 80 freaking years old. Yeah. That's ridiculous. I, I would yeah. almost even be okay saying, um, you know, you could serve two terms, but they can't be consecutive because we don't want you running for office while you're in office. So you serve your full four years or six years, whatever it. it is. Love it. And, and you then have you have to go back four. to work. Then you ha- yeah you have to sit out at least however long you served, and then you can come back and run for that same term, and then you're done forever. And that way they're not wasting time running for office while they're in office. They're actually doing the work that they're supposed to be doing. Right. Yeah. It's human nature, though. You know, when you think you have you know a lifetime thirty years to in, in an office, well, I can just do that later. I can kick the can down the road. 
you know. But when you're like, I got elected, I've only got four years. My reputation, my future relies on this. Right. You know, I got to go back home and live with these people. And that's why this is so evil. This is a big deal. That's why, I mean, our country literally is, its whole soul is at stake right now. I mean, this, this is the crossroads of crossroads. And if we choose the evil death side, then our country's done. Yeah. Well, what people yeah. don't realize, I think I heard a great podcast today is, you know, what, what people, especially the youth, my generation, don't realize is that, like, you, we're heading towards a iceberg right now. Like, you know, a, a metaphorical iceberg like the Titanic. The Titanic's heading towards an iceberg. It's down the road. You right. Know, we, we can see it on the horizon. And electing Hillary Clinton's electing the same people that put us on the direction to hit the iceberg. Right. I mean, why not that? Why not that theory that. alone? Right. Why not that common sense alone? Say, okay, this has not worked for at least the last fifty to seventy years. Even five liberal left-wing universities, including I mean, Princeton, Harvard, Northwestern, and a couple others, did a study, independent study, and said that not one thing that the American people have asked for and demanded for has been passed by Congress into law that they wanted everything they passed so far is nothing that the majority of American people have wanted and it's all wasteful stuff and so that shows you that they they could care less about the other 360 million of us right and it's even worse than that it's not even the bill itself it's all the earmarks and all the extra money tacked on that nobody ever even sees yeah yeah they're not even even doing what we want you know (laughs) much less the fact that uh, I mean, they're doing stuff that's that's destroying the country. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the the constitutional checks and balances are aren't in order. You know, with the presidential, you know, executive orders, you know, declaring war without Congress and all that. I mean, and, and then everything else. It, the Constitution's not protected. I mean, it, we it needs to. We need to have like a ten year period of reform. Where it's just like we're not worried about foreign policy. We're just protecting our borders, and then we're going to fix our shit. Right. We're going to yeah, go through just, and fix it and save our country. Yeah. yeah. It'd it's be nice if there, was a, if there was a way to say it, it's impossible, but like we're just going to hit the reset button, go back to the original documents and start building from scratch because everything – there's so many layers of bureaucracy and government and laws that none of it even makes sense anymore. There's so much entangled that, that you can never untangle it. It's a huge ball of cords that you'll never untangle. I heard a great theory today. A a great theory today. um, Like, you know, it would be kind of be like Alexander cutting the Gordian knot as far as voting is. You know, apply this to all levels of voting. But you do a, you know, you have your Republican candidate, candidate, you have your Democratic candidate, and then there's a none of the above box. And if none of the above wins on any you know any level of an election then those two people that were on the ballot are kicked out they can't run again and then you have a, another another election hmm. with two new candidates well, it's got to be more than just republican democrat cuz that's part of the reason why we're in the trouble we are now mm-hmm. there's got to yeah, be even some a three real party third- system yeah we could have it's a three be- party but even like get rid of the republican party and Democrat. like let's have just two new parties even just try that 
why does it have to be Republican Democrat? Why can't it just be a different right. party? Like you know, we had the Whigs before. We had the Whig and the what was that? The Whig and the other party, the Federalists, Federalists, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. It's a big. I mean, it's it's a big monster, dude. I mean, it's a big eight hundred pound gorilla that's really hairy. <laughs> Harambe hashtag Harambe. Yeah, it's bad. So I don't know. I mean, because Trump really is the only. He's the only uh, realistic chance that we have of trying to turn things around because he'll call it like it is. And that's what's got them so scared because I've seen so many videos of African-Americans, you know, that are out there saying, you know, chanting, singing these songs like don't vote for Hillary. She hates blacks. Don't vote for Hillary. She hates blacks because it's true. I mean, she does. You see the emails. Yeah. You see what she says. You've seen the, the videos and the, the recordings of her behind closed doors they've been using you the democrats been using you the catholics the hispanics for 50 years to stay in power and to keep you on the the freaking plantation and i think that that's what's got them scared because i really think that they are going to uh vote trump into office and they are scared to death did you see that clip of that um black lady on wgn she's being interviewed she was um she's a lawyer and she's like, I voted Democrat my whole life. She's like, probably 50. Um, she's like, I voted Democrat my whole life. You know, Barack Obama, we all thought he was the, the hero. He promised hope and change. He promised inner city reform. He promised, you know, yada, yada, yada. None of it's happened. None of it's true. And I just realized now that the whole thing's a lie. She goes, I will never vote for the Democrats ever again because they just feed us along like a carrot. And we're, yep. we're just follow along blindly. You know, yep. there, there is truth that more and more people are waking up to it. I think they are, and that's what's got them so scared. That's why they're lying. I mean, that CNN poll said the poll of polls has Hillary up by eight points like because they want people to stay home. They really think, that, oh, it's over. No, it's not. I mean, most Americans, I think, want and will vote for Donald Trump, and they'll vote for change. It's just the simple stuff, you know. It's like the old saying that people say, well, you're telling me that you're more concerned and your conscience can't vote for for Donald Trump because he said some some things about women that you don't like but so you know but you don't care that Hillary's done things murdered people you know conspiracy treason lie 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 i mean it's just amazing Hillary Hillary has told more lies in the last 4 years than probably Donald Trump has his whole life I believe that I mean, Donald Trump is the a next? savvy guy. I mean, he he probably manipulates things, but Hillary Clinton just flat out lies. I mean, it's just a lie. There's no there's no manipulation. There's no savviness. It's just a flat out lie. Mm. We're screwed. She is. She's blatant. I mean, it's blatant lie. You know, we we can't. It's so funny. We're just so frustrated, but you can't, you know, grab these people by the shoulders and tell them, say, wake up. Can't you see? Don't you have any common sense? They just don't. There's just no, no way. Yeah. Blows my mind. Well, the guy, the podcast I was listening to, he's like, you know, I've been doing, you know, I do this, you know, every you know week, you know, it's just kind of my thing, you know, talk about politics and what's going on in the world. But most of you right now that are, you know, in, you know, 
talking about the election and you're really involved and you're reading up on the news, you know, you're whoever gets, you know, voted, whoever, you know, Hillary or Donald Trump, whoever guy you're, you're going for, you're going to vote them in and then not care and be like, okay, we, we voted them in, but then not follow through throughout the rest of the four years and stay involved. And that's the other huge problem. Yeah, it's, I mean, there's a lot more going on in that though. I mean, there's, there's so many things that people just don't, I just, well, don't, yeah. just don't, don't, don't get it. I mean, people are stupid. They really are. And that's how, that's how people, that's how evil men and women can get in control because people are stupid. Yeah. This actually funny. Me and my wife, we watched South Park and they're doing a story arc right now where it's like, it's these like little people are addicted to these little, uh, it's called like remember berries or whatever, where it's like, Oh, remember, remember star Wars. Remember like, you know, remember, Oh, Tatooine was so cool. It's like, you know, whenever they, you know, they're confronted with like real life problems, like what's going on with the election and stuff. They they're like, you're like, Oh, well I'm just going to go back and like be nostalgic and think of like, Oh, star Wars was cool. Or like go watch, you know, a Marvel movie. And it's kind of like the culture now. It's like, well, we care more about like, you know, critiquing the the next Avengers movie and whether it's accurate to the comics or not. Or like, oh, cool. Like, you know, this cool like Star Wars, you know, that whole scene that's going on in video games too. You know, that's Mm -hmm. more important to us than actually, you know, what our nation is doing. Right. I I really think that it's going to be a referendum on the Christians this time. I think that it's, <laughs> I mean, there's so many Christians that have their head in the sand and they're like, you know, Donald Trump is a racist and he hates women. I mean, just the, they say that because they're so, been so brainwashed. I mean, Hillary Clinton, she... Well, for one thing, she pays her women less than her men, so she's not. She doesn't love women. She doesn't care about women. She doesn't mind if they murder and abort. I mean, listen to her own videos. Don't listen to anything we say. Don't listen to anything the news says. Go look up her stuff, and just watch the videos and watch the stuff that actually comes out of her mouth about saying we need to destroy the the Christian faith. We need to, you know, there needs to be more abortion on demand. Blah blah blah, and she's just done so many evil things. If you're a Christian and you could vote for death, because that's what she is, is death, then you should be ashamed of yourself and we'll we'll pay a price for your stupidity. Because I really believe that God is looking right. I say, okay, let's see. Let's see if you guys really are following Christianity like the jihadists follow Islam and are willing to die for a Muslim. Are you willing to, to at least speak the truth? You don't have to go out and kill anybody. You don't even have to die. Will you at least speak the truth and say, wait a minute, we're voting for Donald Trump. Donald Trump believes in life. He believes in liberty and the pursuit of happiness. And the Democratic Party believes in none of those things. They Well, they for themselves they do, not for the American people. Well, that's what I'm saying, only for themselves. Yeah. <clears throat> that's all and they care about. They care about themselves and that's it. Right. And Republicans I mean, Donald- the same way. I mean, Republicans it's, it's, are the same way. That's why I'm saying we're not voting for Republican. Do not vote Republican this time. Right. If I were you, I would not vote for any other um, politician this year except for the presidency and vote for Donald Trump. That's it. Don't vote for even your local Republican or Democrat politicians, Senate, state, whatever. Don't do it. They're just 
they're they're friggin' double talk evil people that want their it's all for themselves. Put one guy in there that's a freaking billionaire who doesn't need the money, doesn't need to waste his time, doesn't need to get, you know, shot at and, you know, accused of, of crazy crap. He's doing it because he wants to change this country and help us get back on the right track after being destroyed. He really is the third party candidate. And that's he what is. more more people really need to understand. He's not a Republican. He's not a Democrat. Right. You know, he's American. He's, American. he's American. Third party American. Excellent Honestly, point. He destroyed, he destroyed all the Republicans, the quote unquote Republicans in the primaries. That's what he did. The standard yep. old Republicans. Well, I would say if, you know, if anybody represents America, it would be Donald Trump, a guy who you know knows how to make money, a guy who is willing to work on his own, to start his own company, <laughs> to do this, to do that. That's what America's founded on. And what we need. We need to get back to it. Yeah. And he'll call them all out, and that's why they're so afraid of him. I mean, he'll go in there and just call them all out. You wait and see, people. You you people that say you're Christians out there, and if you could vote for... I see people, like right now I have neighbors that I'm pretty sure that they've kind of alluded to the fact that, you know, oh, yeah, in God we trust, and, you know, fly my flag. And then they got Hillary sign out front. We about lost our mind today. I mean, yeah. just about lost our minds. And so I feel like, you know what, this is too important. I am going to go ahead and have some specific signs made. I mean, I'll find, I try to get a Trump sign, but I'm going to put, I'm going to do more than I'm going to put a specific sign out there and maybe people even slow down to read it. But I'm just going to say, you know, remember Benghazi and put like that. That's going to be someplace in the yard. And then I'm going to do things like, you know, the old, like I just said, the saying that's been going on the internet. Like, so you're more offended by what Donald Trump said than what Hillary Clinton does on a daily basis. Shame right. on you. You know, just yeah, not some billions of dollars that she took from terrorist countries and and drug lords and warlords and <laughs> corrupt businessmen, like evil yeah. corrupt businessmen, evil miners that exploit third world countries, taking money well, from you them know, and giving them political favors. That's yeah. Well, you know, their 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 foundation spends ninety six to ninety eight percent of all their hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars they take in every year, not once, every year on administrative stuff, you know, and I think their daughter works for them. And of course, Bill and Hillary work for the foundation. They get a big salary or something, but then they said the only money that they gave out, and guess what? All that's that tax-free. You're, you're riding Trump, but Oh, we're just going to set up a foundation and in a right. It's all tax-free. It's why they did it. Yeah, but, but here's the other thing, too, though, that came out, and it's public record, so if you don't believe us, just go check it out, but um, their biggest donation was $700,000. It went to this obscure charity that nobody even knows what it does, and guess what? You know how charities like to give to other charities, okay? So I'm not kidding you. You can't make it up. This charity that they gave 700000 to said, you know what? We really believe in the, the Clinton Foundation, and they gave them a donation, Seven hundred thousand. Interesting, yep. huh? Yep. So then they could actually say, "Well, we gave seven hundred thousand to this so and so charity. We can't help that they gave us seven hundred thousand back because they think we're doing such good work." Well, what did you do? Nothing. Zero. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> and don't forget about Israel too, because you wait and see. This president we've got in now, he's trying to destroy Israel. 
everything you can find in public record that he's doing with uh, executive order and circumventing the Constitution and the Congress, which they should be going crazy over this. He's out there, you know, giving $150 billion to Iran so that they can build nukes and destroy Israel and then helping Hezbollah. And um, uh, they said that they think that he will go, because don't forget, even after we have the election, he's still in office for another solid two months. And people are speculating right now that he will go for his last, you know, thing to the uh, UN and he'll circumvent Congress again and say, hey, we're going to go ahead and, uh, you know, vote with the United Nations Security Council to uh, start a two state process and give the Palestinians their own country. You wait and see. You wait and see. If Hillary, if Hillary does win, he may not do it because he'll say, hey, Hillary, you know what to do. This is your next move. And she'll do it. But if he, but if Trump wins, he will take that last two months to burn this country to the ground. Yep. Yeah. And why aren't people like, you know, this is the stuff she did with the Clinton Foundation. And while she was secretary of state, you know, the, the different favors she gave out. What's going to be the difference? I'm sure that the Clinton Foundation is not going to be stopped. I'm sure, you know, maybe Bill... Might not be doing as much, but Chelsea might. She's like, oh, we'll go do a speech here in you know Africa or Russia and take this money. Oh, and guess what? They just got this uh, great favor, this great you know executive well, yeah, they order weren't, in their they, favor. They weren't, yeah, they weren't going to do what I'm about to say until people actually started questioning them about it. But they said, well, yeah, okay, if you think there's a, a chance that there could be, you know, it would look bad that we still have the foundation. If I, if, I, if I become president, then we'll suspend all operations until, you know, after my term is done. Yeah. Bull crap. They'll have a slush fund. She'll be going to every country in the world on Air Force One and just being like, hey, what would you like? It's only... $150 million. Give it to the Clinton Foundation. It's only yep. $500 million. It's just so Yeah, it'd evil. be interesting after... It'd be interesting once she starts running for president again. It said, okay, the Clinton Foundation... Oh, but we're going to set up this super PAC to set up for our re-election campaign. I think you she know? did do that already. I think she did that. I think that's what they were saying, that it's, this, it's the super PAC of all super PACs where... They said the Clinton Foundation money is going towards her campaign and re-election uh, if, uh, if she does get elected in the first place. Trump yeah, and that's even shadier because you can't, in the super PAC, you don't have to disclose um, who the donors are, right? Yeah. That would be a great, the WikiLeaks needs to get that. They need to get the super PAC donor list. Yeah, Her I'm hoping that, that there's more. Yeah, I hope there's there's more WikiLeaks stuff that does come out that's just over the top. But once again, you see the stuff that he's has already come out is over the top. I mean, they should they should, even the CNNs, the the MSNBCs, those guys. I mean, they have children, they have wives, they have parents. You know, they might have grandkids. You would think they would say, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait just a second. If even one-tenth of this is true, we've got to stop this woman. And they would have called for her to step down immediately. But so, I mean, how much more bad can they, you know, uh, do they have to make it before they would wake up? Did you see the stuff on Bill Clinton that they're alleging? What? That he was, um, like, going on all these, uh, there's, like, uh, some island where they have oh. underage girls on, and he's Dude. flying out there. 
Dude, you're not listening to the show then, obviously. You must be sleeping when I talk because I've been saying this since we started this show that his <laughs> best friend, his best friend is the convicted pedophile billionaire, which you yeah. want to talk about billionaires. Why don't they care about that? Donald Trump's got a family, beautiful kids, beautiful grandkids. I mean, just, you know, pillars of the community. And and they want to talk about him being a womanizer when Bill goes to this island where they have, basically, they're just raping children. Yeah. And it's outside nope. of international law or something. They get away with it. And that's okay. But WikiLeaks had a thing on it and they were going to release it. That was another thing that was going to happen this week. They had confirmation. Oh, man, check, I I'm hope they do. I'm checking WikiLeaks right now. I think Rush Please. Limbaugh posted it on Facebook, like the Young Conservative webpage. Mm. And it was a WikiLeaks story that they were – that's what they were trying to drop. Wow. And they, they were tying the dots from – like basically Bill Clinton – and this is what they were saying, that Bill Clinton had dodged his secret security because he has secret security with him for life until he dies – Right. He dodged his secret security like, you know, 18 times between the year 2001 and, you know, 2010 or something like that. And they can yeah. confirm the, those times. And those times he was on a plane to the island having sex with 13-year-old girls. Yep. I believe it 100%. Ooh, my power just flickered. Is this supposed to storm? Demons could be i don't know wow on, on we, we can confirm ecuador quick. cut off assange's internet access saturday shortly after publication of clinton's goldman sachs speeches <laughs> yeah it's so wow. funny that they that they're so worried about uh you know, saying something about Donald and all this different stuff with big money. I mean, what do they think Hillary Clinton does? She loves bankers. She loves the Wall Street people. And the Wall Street people, talk about not paying taxes. They know all the little scams. And they're making the day trading stuff and just robbing the small guy. And the small guy wants to stick with the Democrats because their union boss told him to. Oh, remember the union? Da 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 da. We got to work and keep the union going and they help us. They don't do anything. Nothing. Nothing for you. So sad. Uh, all right. Well, it go ahead. It took him a long time to destroy the country. They just slowly just, you know, turn the heat up and the the frogs in the in the water in the pan or whatever, and just kept chipping away, chipping away. Okay, this is the most important thing of the night. The Indians just won four to two. They're up three Yay. games to none. They're up three games to none. Cleveland's the new title town. Cavs won. The Indians will win the World Series. Then the Browns will win. It's going to happen. Browns, the Browns will be winless and have the number one pick again. And then <laughs> they will pick. They will pick Johnny Johnson. JT Barrett. JT Barrett quarterback. Yeah, they'll they'll say they'll beg <laughs> beg JT to come out of college early and. Uh, <laughs> lead the team at five foot ten. <laughs> I think hey, they're gonna trade Miami for Reggie Bush. They're gonna trade Prior say, for Reggie Bush in Miami. Yeah, yeah. 
they'll they'll tell him they'll say, "Hey, JT's two inches taller than Johnny." <laughs> they're gonna get Romo. They're gonna pick up Romo. They're gonna, you know what? RG three start. We're gonna pick up Tony Romo. Yeah, trade the first pick in the draft overall <laughs> to Dallas Cowboys for Tony Romo. Yep, exactly. <laughs> that now that is hilarious, and I could see them doing it. Dak takes over, and they're like, "Man, we can get a lot for Tony." And Tony's only like what forty five or something with like yeah. 30, 37 back surgeries. Yeah, he's on yeah. crutches. It sounds just like a Cleveland quarterback, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, they've had yeah. six it, this it, year. Yeah, and that that'd be perfect for Tony. There's no expectation in the Browns. You just kind of go, you collect your paycheck. Yeah. I'm sure he can get drunk on the sideline. You know, he's not leaving <laughs> Dallas. He's not that stupid to leave Dallas, is he? For any amount of money. No. He's probably going to get cut. What do you think they do? Do you think Jerry Jones would just like you know be like trade him you're done? No, he loves him. I think I really think he does. I think he would be willing to say, "Hey, your back is so messed up. You know, if you'd like to retire, we're happy. We'd like to have you retire as a Cowboy. If you feel like you can play and you want to play, then we want you to go ahead and ask to be traded because we're going to stick with Dak and then go ahead and trade him." And if just I was, say, hey, prob- we'll work on a city you like. If I was Dallas, I would almost try to talk Romo into holding the clipboard on the sideline. When Dak goes down from an injury or something stupid happens, you step in and win. Yeah. You know? I yeah. mean, honestly, I mean, there's a lot of older quarterbacks that have done that. You know? Vinny Testaverde held a, a clipboard for the last five years of his career. Yeah. What about the Browns quarterback um, that's like that 70-year-old Indian that played couple weeks ago for him <laughs> <laughs> what's his name i don't know yeah no seriously um i, I actually know. like I... him whitehurst oh yeah whitehurst oh, i mean he, he's actually got a he great won, arm he played, I mean, his, his he's, he's from tall. florida state right i think so his no 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 is he yeah he's, he's from he florida state, state he, when we were in like 96 I think he's native was like 2000 yeah, I think he's native. He's Native American. I'm pretty sure. He, you know, and he actually has a really live arm. And even at his age, and he's tall. But then he got hurt. He took over for Charlie Ward at Florida State. Is that what it was? 1994. I don't. Know. Yeah, he played. It was Florida State versus Oklahoma in the national championship. Or no, it was Florida State versus Nebraska when Nebraska had their Heisman winner. Okay. That was for uh, 2002. Was that Crouch. Rozier? Mike Rozier? I think yeah. He won the Heisman's running back for them. No, he was, the, he was the quarterback. No, Rozier was the running back. You're talking of... Uh, Eric Couch. Crouch. Frazier. Oh, yeah. Frazier was the quarterback. Wait a minute. Don't you, have a, don't you have like a sports show? How am I showing you up in this stuff? I here? don't know. I'm not even Thomas. I don't even watch sports. I, hey, I was asking Kenny. I, I was asking Kenny about like you know different things about sport before you got on. You know, like you know, hey, what's what's going on with this? I don't remember. I was asking him something about like, didn't you guys? I heard that from your show. He's like, oh, I don't remember anything from from our oh, show. He's I, got the, you know what? He's got a Hillary Clinton earpiece in the whole time, and somebody's feeding him the information. Okay, that makes sense. That's how he got. That's how he got his Mac. He's volunteering at the the headquarters in Marion. The, the Clinton headquarters. Oh, that makes sense. Soul to soul for a Mac. Pro- they promised yeah. me free internet too. So, huh? Uh, they promised you six six simultaneous recordings at the same time, and you were sold. 
Yeah. They promised me Google Fiber if Hillary gets reelected in four years. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> is the show uh, over? How, are we? Yeah, we're Ju- at an hour. Like Julian, Julian Assange has promised to document the Democratic nominee Hillary Clinton will hate. Okay. Okay. Hey. Right. Good night. Another episode of Record This in the Bag. Episode 27. Bam. That Boop, just bop, happened. Beep. That just happened, America. You're welcome. What's, Boop, bop, what's the beep. tagline again? The title's going to be uh, You're Welcome, America. Well, we record the truth so you don't have to. You failed to mention Yeah, record that. the he's truth. Saying, he's saying yeah. you're forgetting the tagline. Yeah, that's where good. We the title of this episode so you don't is have be to. Welcome. Hey, I think it should be a welcome to record this where we record the truth so you don't have to. You're welcome, America. Yeah. Let freedom I like that. and liberty reign. I like that. <laughs> and then will you name will you name the actual show show like uh Cleveland sorta sucks because they no, won the NBA be and they're gonna win the they're gonna win the MLB or whatever you call that. Whatever that baseball thing is. It's gonna called. be Anderson Cooper sucks <laughs> World <Ms>. Series. <laughs> Anderson Cooper sucks. That was last time, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I forgot the name of that. So it's just gonna be that for this one. Huh. Oh my gosh. Did you guys see my forward I sent you? Wait, are we from, stopping the from, podcast? Am I hitting stop? Do I hit stop? Are we done? Yeah, let's just hit stop. I think we're done. Okay. Hour twenty. Okay. Boom.